This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Ooh, baby, we got our phone calls for you, this one. <laughs> That's right. Um, we are reporting live from our You're Zoom from, call. From Seattle, fresh from the sex club. Yes, I'm in Seattle. Meatball's in her plant room. And Next we're, to the ice machine. We're giving it to you, honey. Happy Tuesday. Goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Um, hi, you slaps, you stupid little fucks, you nestle fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Slappy Seconds with Big Dipper with Meatball. I am Meatball and that's Big Dipper. Hello. You've had a busy week, have you not? I have. I can't. We didn't get the, we didn't get the rundown of Fat Slut with Jackie B. It's a blur. It's a full blur. It's a full blur. No, it was a really fun one. It got really, really fucking wild at the end. Jackie Beat is a, a star. You know that. We all know that. It's just <laughs> oh, so wild. Every oh, sorry, time I four <laughs> decades in, in the entertainment industry, and you're like, I think it's just the. You know what's crazy about Jackie Beat? She's funny and really knows how to host on stage. And you're like, yeah, bitch. It's yeah, Jackie bitch. Beat. Well, my ultimate fear with, especially with someone like Jackie Beat, is that she really does command a room really right. well. But the room she normally enters is she's already been in introduced and like in a way that's brunch it's brunch and she's the host but this was hard because it's like a fat slut so i couldn't put her at the end of the second act or else no one would have listened like it would have just been so crazy so i put her right at the beginning and i think that was like the best spot for her she really got the room quiet everyone listened it was wonderful and she learning how to produce Oh, God, it's hard out here. But um, it was a wonderful one. It did get wild at the end with the sexy food eating competition. Someone did a, a thrashing motion with mashed potatoes. And they threw the mashed potatoes directly up at the ceiling. Wait, we did have a rundown of this. When? I thought we talked about it. I talked about the cups and Dakota. That was all the same night? That was the last fat slut, yeah. Gag. Wait, oh my god, sorry, there's text on your wall. And when you moved your head, I was like, what? Just okay. It looked like a subtitle all of a sudden. The hotel. <laughs> it looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like that movie Stranger with uh, yes! Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. When That's he's exactly what it looked like. So I, there's a kerfuffle with the hotel. Oh, right, right, right. It is of no one's fault of the people that we know and like in our life that I'm working with. It is the complete fault of someone else. But I do, I did come up a day early and say, what hotel are we at for the gig? I'm going to come a day early and get a room at that hotel so I don't have to check out. And then we were given the wrong information. 
And so oh, now I no. have to check out and go to a hotel five blocks away and oh, then God. have like a four hour period of time where I have no hotel. Oh, but God. This, this hotel is like a motivational hotel. <clears throat> Can I guess? Is it a Marriott Bonvoy, Bonvoy or whatever they're called? Bonvoy? No, it's a, it's a IHG Hotels and Resort. So um, there's like all of these um, things written on the wall. Um, this says, good night, great morning, painted on the wall. Um, in the corner, there's like literally a full gym. There's like a yoga mat, a little thing to. There's a there's a yoga ball that people like sit on that pretend they're a desk chair, and then there's like a whole bar that's built into the wall, and there's stretchy bands that you can use. And then when I walked in, there was like workouts on the TV. I'm like, oh, this is for like the gal on the go who like needs to be working always out. There's moving. Like f- filtered water right outside the room and some dispenser. What I don't understand about hotels is why when you stay at like the shitty Boo Boo Kaka Hotel for $102, do they give you free food? Mm-hmm. But then when you stay at the hotel that's like $280, which is like, it's only minorly nicer. It's like arguably better aesthetically designed and a little bit cleaner. But that's it. That's like but the that's only it. it's difference. All, it's, everything on the inside is exactly the same. And like... Um, then they're like, oh yeah, breakfast happens downstairs, no problem. And I'm like, but it's, and they're like, yeah, it's a la carte. And you're like, okay, so an $18 breakfast sandwich. Like, what are you doing? Okay, let's have hotel talk. Let's take <laughs> it there. Because I just had to go to Palm Springs, and oh, yeah. I was trying to I find to about places to stay. And in Palm Springs, and I, I don't know what was going on that weekend besides the film festival, but like every hotel was booked up, and they were all $450 a night or more. And it was absolutely insane. So we ended up, I was like, I guess, and I looked on Airbnb and we found like a really cool place that's 30 minutes outside of Palm Springs, but it was like its own standalone house with a three bedroom Mm. house, its own kitchen, swimming pool, hot tub, an observatory in the backyard. And we were like, yeah, I guess let's stay there and just wake up 30 minutes earlier to get going. And that was like, it was so much nicer. Did you... um... Did you enjoy your time in Palm Springs? Can you talk so about quiet. it? You, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I shot. I shot. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Let's talk about. It. I shot a long time ago. I shot that a, a, a short film for Disney, and now they're shopping it. Well, I'm thumbing back to the past because it was so long ago, um, and it was so wild. And this was the. I guess it premiered at in New York a while ago at some other film festival, but this is its second showing of it. Okay, and so slay. I had never seen it. So I went and like uh, the lead actress in it and like a bunch of it's, uh, other people that were in it were there. And um, it's really weird to watch yourself. Like we went and it was on a movie screen. I thought it was just going to be in like a small little studio or something watching it. And it was like in front of all these other short films. And it was just so crazy to watch myself in it. And then also weird to watch it and see Wendy McClovey Clintock or whatever her name is. That's not her name, Wendy McClellan. Jessica McClintock, the dressmaker lady. What is her Uh name? She's in it, but I never saw her. Covey. Covey? She's in it, and I never saw her when we were filming. Like, not at all. Um... 
but she was there. She was really nice to talk to. I, I um, or not at the premiere, but she was there when they were filming it. She's but, a funny lady. She was funny. I still never met her before. <laughs> well, that's show business. You know I what know. I mean? Sometimes you I do really... a scene with someone you never met. Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker. Did you see Serena T post that thing where she goes, Mama, the light's over there. And she goes, uh-huh. She poses for that new show, Glamorous, on Netflix. Everybody's in that. Chicky's in that. Priyanka's in that. Charlene has a lip-syncing scene. Full-on I saw Charlene posted on Twitter. Um, it, it, I think it was on Twitter. She was, like, bidding adieu to her tooth charm. Oh, because it was on for forever? Yeah, but like like someone put like a diamond, rhinestone, whatever, charm yeah. on her tooth. And she she wrote this whole thing that was like, when so-and-so, I wish, you know, whatever. But when so-and-so put this on, they told me it would last anywhere from six yeah. to eight weeks. And that was, you know, 14 Four months ago. ago. Yeah, it was like something. And it was like, goodbye, sweet charm. Thanks for the good times. <laughs> 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 Um, so when are I mean are we this is what it's coming go ahead sorry um, no you know that's my question I don't know when it's I know that the next thing that we're going to is something here not the queer tees the frame line outfest outfest it, it'll be at outfest so if you want to watch it it'll be at outfest I know that it's on July 23rd was when they're going to be screening it um it's crazy it started and it begins, and I thought it was just going to be like a normal beginning. It fucking started with that Disney castle, the shooting star over it, the full Disney intro. And I like grabbed Michael and I was like, wait, like this is Disney Disney. I thought it was like a sub thing of Disney. Well, that's my question because you just said like we're going to film festivals to find distribution. Like don't they have distribution? They're Disney. It will be distributed, but oh, I think they're just trying to go trying for to get awards. Accolades. Yeah, she's going so for an it's, Oscar. It's I think for I mean for sure it's going to be on Disney Plus whenever it like fully comes out. Plus uh, Disney you... Plus, but then I think also someone said maybe Apple TV. I don't really know all that. I was just having a wonderful time watching myself on screen and the makeup lady because for that one I didn't do my own eye makeup. She did yeah. it and she fucking slayed. I looked so good, um, especially for a day. We were filming out in like 115 degree heat and I was sweating and you know I fucking sweat. And she made me look dry and flawless. They paint a coat of milk of magnesia under your skin. You know I don't about know. that? She put some crazy like anti-sweat gel on my skin. Now, um, which I bought a new bottle of. I should tell drag queens about I used it at Fat Slut and it did actually prevent my face from sweating a bunch. Can you give a brief overview of what the film is about? Because you've yes. been coy up until this the, point. Oh, yes. So the film, the short film, is um, about a girl who, You're like, it's 60 seconds. It's actually it's, a TikTok. It's, uh, no, it's 20 minutes. Um, and I am... Um, who a flash in the pan, really. Uh, oh, really? No, no, no. I'm in it for like two, three minutes. I have like my own scene with her. Okay. Every it's uh, okay. So it's kind of like this girl is trying to. It's really like girl trying to figure out how to make a recipe, but she has to visit there. everybody in the city in her town, and I, well, we're each one of the people in the town that she visits, and then she completes. Is it a small recipe. town? It's a trailer park. Oh. So you gave him that good old southern accent, didn't you? Because whether it's true or not, no. we always think when you live in the trailer, honey, you give accent. Mama, 
you no, gave I her didn't the old. You gave her the Lizzie Grant, the Lana Del Rey when she lived. No, but I can say this is where I got. This is the first time I ever wore that fucking wig that I'm obsessed with now. The curly right. on the top and the curl on the bottom. Which I will for forever that. call the Chiquitita, whether or not she made it. Now, why would you? Did she, she invent it? No, but she gives that fantasy. She made Willem she a couple make, wigs. She made Willem the real good ones. And she makes great wigs. Are hers all human? She's like, she's sort no, of like a level, level up. Yeah, she's no. just sort of like, she's just oh, better than everybody. When I give you drag, it's lit. So deal with it, honey. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, when I produce a show, it's just, you know, fucking amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, no one does it like the girls in New York. I want to really go see a Fagtasia. You really want to move back to New York. I know about you. Have you seen Baby Loves Fagtasias? Have you seen no. clips of them? They're I... full-on fucking musical productions. I am going to be living in upstate New York for a month in October. Boom, boom. <laughs> News to me, faggot. Um, You're not the only one with a second phone and a secret project, and a passion for raising chickens on a farm because you're overworked in a metropolitan area and you need to take a break. Um, No, I'm going up there to produce an opera with a buddy of mine. Oh, so it's just more fucking work. Yes. Um, But I... I why there were so many producers skirting around the office (laughs) recently. I have to cover my ass if I'm going to be awake. Sitting around watching us randomly. No, (laughs) No introduction. No, that person, you called down. That person was shadowing. They were learning about engineering from Margot. Oh, never mind then. I like to, I like to have educational programs uh, when we have resources. I like to share the wealth. I love that you are a job creator. Um, <clears throat> I'm also pretty demanding about what I ask people at the job. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you also are a job destroyer. <laughs> I will destroy Destroy you. it. Um, let's take a break. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is. And I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How, what would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up more activities because I love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different those are things you can talk about with your therapist Mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their 
service anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. So about New York, I'm going New upstate. York. But it's possible, and I'm kind of you know if you if you dream if you dream it you will be it whatever. I'm I'm considering. I always make these plans and then I feel shitty about them later because I'm like I wish I was just home, but I am considering going for like a full week to the city before I have to go upstate and I want to go to Give like Give me those ev- dates. I will come. Every I will come for 3 fucking days. drag show. And maybe we could do a live sloppy seconds. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We could do live reporting too. Just go to every drag show and we could interview a bunch of New York dolls. Mm-hmm. And backlog a bunch of episodes for when I'm busy. Who has a studio that we could use? Should New York day? should New York be like, or should the fall be like Sloppy Seconds takes New York? We could do it. You heard it here first. Call I'm, in if you want to be on the show. In New York, it would be Essa Noche. Uh huh. Pinche. We've had Baby Love, but I would like to have her back in person. Yeah, I don't think it counts. We can have people that we've already had if they were never in person. Okay. I feel like you let us. That includes Lucy's stool. I mean, we've been waiting to have Lucy back on the show. Um. Okay. Uh. I have one other jungle. Okay, that bit's done. (laughs) It's not done, and the problem is, it's burned into my brain. Um, I know we were just talking about whatever. I, I do want to announce that I am officially going to be at Bear Week in July. Slay. I'm going to be there July 8th through whatever, the 16th, like the entire time at Bear Week. Um, I'm doing tons of programming at the Crown and Anchor. If you are there at Bear Week, come find me. We're doing uh, fucking pool parties and club nights and beach parties, and I'm going to you know, be hanging out. I'm going to be out on the street barking, you know, with the schedule. Mm-hmm. I think. I've seen I the can... videos of the queens that get out there and they're little clear pleasers and <laughs> yell at people to come to their shows. Well, I'll just be like in a thong being like, have you heard about the, have you heard the good news? All the programming this week at the Crown and Anchor? Have you heard the good news? Um... I'm in Seattle right now. Seattle is doing that thing where it's so beautiful and so nice. Like there's like a like six or eight week period where Seattle is chef's kiss perfect in the summer. I know. I think last year I was around. Oh, it was Pride time that I was there, and it was Pride 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 time. I went well, I went for like the longest walks. It's so nice out there. I ran into Gabriel. Go get the fried chicken. The, just the fried chicken. It's Oprah's favorite. You'll 
You just type that in. You'll find it. <laughs> Oprah, Some, fave, fried chicken, Sometimes you Seattle. can't guide someone to a place. You just got to tell them some clues. And if they find it, good. <clears throat> I ordered Subway at 2.45 a.m. last night. Disgusting. Getting to it. <laughs> Disgusting. Because I went to the bathhouse, and when I got home, I was ravenous, but I was like, if I eat gross food, I'm going to feel awful. And let me tell you, I felt great this morning because it was mostly vegetables and meat. Yeah. So I ran into Gabriel Gastelum. He's up here working. When isn't she? We hung out. How is she? She is lit. She was up here for Nubia, which they did on Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And then she's doing like all the photos and stuff. So she was with like Cornbread and Sasha Colby. And she's doing a bunch of other photos and shit for today. That bitch is always booked. But we were at Diesel, which is a bear bar up here in Seattle. How we were- bad is every other photographer that Gabriel is constantly? You are so rude to her. <laughs> what do you mean? But she gave me a little bit of intel that I'm going to say on the podcast. And then and we'll bleep out. Or not. I don't know. Maybe I'll see him today and I'll make sure. What? But I was like, this is so, I mean, it's so, I the way I talk, it's just inappropriate. I said, what's going on with Mohart's facial hair? Why is she doing all that? And he said. And? <laughs> he said that Mo, he asked Mo the same question and Mo said. It's because of you, Gabriel. You showed me that people can be pretty with facial hair in drag. <laughs> because when Gabriel does drag, she you know keeps her beard and paints it in and whatever. And Mo was inspired. And so that is what the goatee and the mustache are all about. Oh, that's so beautiful. I was sort of, I guess I was... I mean, this is, like I said, inappropriate of me to have this dialogue, but I think other people are doing it. I was sort of surprised because to me, when Mo talks about her drag, it's all femininity and beauty and Mm -hmm. womana and that fantasy. Whereas like when Willem, you know, like when, when Gabriel does it or Lucy does it, it really is sort of like a, like a, as RuPaul would say, gender F word idea. Yeah. And then when Willem had his facial hair, it was really sort of like a, he's more of like an irreverent, kooky, like wild, and he knew it was just for a period of time or whatever. Yeah. But when I think of Mo Hart, like I always think of this like sort of glamour beauty, like how she was on UK versus the world, like that sort of stunning updo gown, big earring. And she can do whatever she wants, but it, it was curious to me that she's sort of held onto the mustache for so long. I would say the same thing for Sasha Bell Frisbee Jenkins. See, to me, it, it tracks because she's it being quirky and weird. She's wearing a, a like a broccoli dress. Well, but I wouldn't expect Sasha Bell to have a mustache. Well, she Frisbee is no Jenkins longer. Would. You know what I mean? Sasha Bell is no longer. She is just Sasha Belly Dick and Hole. We love you. Ran into them at DragCon. I love running into them. Don't sip, don't sip your water like that after saying that. What does that mean? <laughs> it's coffee and it doesn't mean anything. So I went to the bathhouse last you night. You suck their dick. Okay. All right. Get into it. Tell the people what they want to hear. 175 the disgusting... people were there. 
And I know because I looked. You sucked every single one of them. <laughs> no. When I went back back to the hotel and I was waiting for my subway. Subway. I looked on Sniffy's and someone who worked at the bathhouse was like updating their profile on Sniffy's. And he was like, 130 checked in so far, 160, 175. Like, it got so busy around 1.30 in the morning. And it was the kind of busy that if you weren't just ass up ready to fuck, it was hard to, like, connect with people. There's, like, a sweet spot where it should, it's busy enough where it feels like, hey, we're all in here and we're getting sexy and it's happening. But it was so busy that everyone was either, like, I don't care who's fucking me or I'm constantly distracted looking for the next person who's walking around the corner. And at that, that, weird, awful. And that weird witching hour, that's when the people sort of stumble in. With their cauldrons? No, they're <laughs> they're all boil, boil, cocktail. <laughs> no, but you know they're like they're drunk. Like if you yeah, go a yeah, little no, no, bit no, no, earlier, you're going. I have the goal of doing this. But yes, you're there sort are people of like, that were like at the club, didn't find anyone, and was like, "Let me just get my rocks off now." Right, drunk. Stick but I had a. Whiskey. But I I enjoyed it. Cigarettes. I had a good time, oh. and I will tell you, this is my weird story, which is. I was with a friend. We were all with we were all hanging out and Gabriel was there. And I was like, well, I think we're gonna go to the bathhouse. And he was like, I went last night, I had a great time. I said, Great, don't you dare come tonight because we're going. <laughs> I said, I said, you stay. He was like, I got plans, fuck you. So we go, me and this guy, and I met him yesterday, but he's friends of a friend. And then his friend tagged along, who I thought was like kind of cute. I was like, oh, nice. So we walk over there and we get in there. And then we sort of all, once we get to the locker, we all sort of scatter. But I noticed this guy that I thought was cute was like walking with me around. And I was like, oh, you're like tagging along? Cool. And I was like, let's scope out some guys. Like who do, you know, like. And then what he was are you into? Of, he was just sort of next to me the whole time. And then I was no. like, oh, wait, are you trying to hook up? So then we like made out a little and it was fun. Oh. But like the chemistry wasn't for me banging. Like it was fine, but it wasn't great. So then I like we were done and I gave him the old double tap. Tap, tap, on tap, <laughs> tap. Double tap. You marked it. I <laughs> I gave him the 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 PK turn mark, the, <laughs> tap, tap. the double pirouettes. No, I gave him the old tap tap, and I was like, "That was fun," you know. I wasn't expecting that, um, and then I just like started walking away. Pat pat, and he just followed you. <clears throat> Wild. Gave him the old pat pat. All right, let's uh, take a break, and I've got a whole shit fuck versus <laughs> voicemails to listen to. All right. And we're back. Wait, what are you doing today? Well, nothing now. I was going to be on a plane to New York. Did you even buy the ticket? No, but it was purchased for by someone else. Uh, did they get a refund? I don't care. Slay. Right. Ah! I I want to preface this that I think 
us casually talking both on Friday and last Tuesday's episode about the possibility um, of maybe scaling back the explicit fuck talk. That was that was the face that launched a thousand ships. There were many a voicemail in defense of the explicit chats that we have about sex. Okay, and I would like to say something about those explicit chats because I am not opposed to them. I was having a conversation with someone who is a listener and not a friend of mine. We're you know in the I mean? feedback era. Let's talk. Yes, about this that. was just so. No, well, don't. That, this is not an invitation for feedback. This was someone that I have spoken to before. We have rapport, but are not friends. But they were just saying that sometimes, and this is not an attack, so don't get upset. Sometimes the sex stories are very good because they are wild and outlandish. But yes. sometimes we, they're just like. And then I went and I sucked his dick, and it was crazy. And, like, that's the story? Similarly, sometimes the episodes are not wild. Wild, ones. yes. And I have made a change in my ways. Well, I think this, is, so a perfect, I, I think this is a perfect place to start. Okay, great. Hit the play button, faggot. Come on. Just let me fall say wild one. We just wanted to say, mm, hey, we got a wild one for you. We just want it how the podcast should start. It's like you're changing. Change is bad. Change is bad. Play. Is change bad? When you give it to a go-go boy, it is. Hit the slay button. Um... It does feel weird listening and not hearing, ooh, it's a wild one. But I do think it's maybe, I don't know. It just felt like at that point it was just a part of it. Like I just, I, it just I became... know, but it felt like a lie to me. Great. Well, we're not lying anymore. Next call. Hit the play hey, Fox. Dip, uh, you were just talking about how you're getting complaints about fuck talk, all the sex stories. Uh, I got to say, it's a generational thing. I'm an old ass bitch. I'm 42. Uh, unfortunately, not a gay act. That's just by. I'm an old ass and, bitch. Uh, I'm our forty-two. Are whores, little whores. I have a nineteen-year-old son. They are prudes. They're prudes. Yeah, they. I think it's the internet. I don't know. That's why I blame the fact that you know they don't be fucking. Bye. So many things about that. First of all, shout out to you <laughs> knowing the cadence of a Joey J rap. <laughs> I'm an old ass bitch. I'm 42. I'm 42. That's a great. I'm an old ass bitch. I'm 32. So she is Irish, maybe? It's definitely over than the there. Over, over there. Over the pond. Um, and she has a 19-year-old son. So she was what she was saying is that the younger generation, the Gen Zs, are prudes. And I have heard this. That because they're they have access to everything, at fucking ten years old, they can Google like prolapsed anus, and it's like a full whatever they want to see. This yeah. is what I want to see. Um, <clears throat> they're prudes, and they're like, let's date with a chastity belt on for a year and a half before we do sex or whatever. I mean, I'm sure not all of them are like that, but whatever. I mean. 
You know what's great on a podcast? Shrugging. Shrugging. I, just, I don't. You're just doing some shrugs. All right, here's one. I don't know any 19-year-olds, so I don't know. You know what I mean? Here's a call from a 19-year-old. Hi, Big Dipper. Hi, Meatball. Um, I just want to say, <laughs> hey. No, I bought some super shitty meat. I smoked two bowls. Nothing's happened. Um, yeah, that's what you get for paying $20 for five grams. Anyways, um, I wanted to call and talk about this one time where – uh, this was when I was hooking up, like, after COVID was really starting to lift, and I graduated during COVID, so I was really sheltered, especially throughout high school and whatever. Anyways, so when I hit age 19, you know, nasty 19, the guy went off, and I remember this one time, this guy, he was like, yeah, like, we could go eat, and he really wanted to make it seem like more of a date than, like, you know, a hookup. But anyways, we go, he gets his pizza from, like, 7-Eleven, and we shared some hot Cheetos. Cute, right? Anyways. Then we go up to, he parks somewhere up in, like, Griffith Park, and, Ooh. you know, one thing leads to another, and then, yeah, and then midway, like, literally mid-intercourse, he starts asking me, like, he stops and he looks up, he's like, will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my girl? Like, and I just remember looking down, like, I was on top, so I remember looking down at this guy, and I was like, <laughs> no, and I just continued, <laughs> and uh, I haven't spoken since. him. Uh, when I still have him on Instagram, I blocked him. Okay. Anyways, bye. Wait, okay. Well, maybe, and this is just a, a big step, but maybe it's like a they aren't super prude, but maybe they're just more aware of consent and things like that. So they're a little bit like more cautious when it comes to sexuality and things like that. Could be. Because, like, to take someone all the way there and then be like, will you be my girlfriend instead of being like, you want to suck this dick, is, like, you don't want to get in trouble for asking that. Well, did you clock the T that she was riding his dick while he asked her that? To me, I, I think it could be one of two things. One, you get the most courage when you're, like, inside someone. You're like, great, we've go- we've we've gone all Couldn't the- be any closer, really. <laughs> right, exactly. So you're like, um, tr- now's my moment. Secondly, it also is evocative of me telling my dad that I love him. I love you. Dad. So part of me is like, he might only nut. He- it might make him come harder if he's like, you're my girl, you're my girl, you're my girl. And then he, that's what actually yeah. gets him off. I mean, I know 100%. I'd be like, yeah, I'm your girlfriend. Yeah. And then at the end, be like, that was weird, huh? You would like whip your hand and like pop a hot Cheeto in your mouth and keep riding that. And say, I'm, I'm like, no, bitch, I'm your fiance. Yours. Come on. I fucked a guy recently who said, <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't you dare stop fucking me. This is your hole. And I was like. I can feel my dick getting soft while you boss me around. I mean, I didn't say that, but I had to like, I literally like, he said all that and I went like, (laughs) put it to the side and just keep doing what I'm doing, which is the sex part. He's like face down laughing and he, he, he had like a, he had like a laugh response to pleasure. Oh, gross. So he was giving, <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, it's all yours. It's yours. Don't you dare stop fucking. <laughs> and I was like, okay, dude, you're really in charge. What if you did? He's probably listening. It was hot. It was just a new thing for me to hear. 
All right, let's take a break. No, next. Okay. And we're back. Next call. Hey, hey, you, you. I don't like your boyfriend. Thank you, Dipper, for acknowledging Small Wonder, which is a blast from the past. Was obsessed with it. Uh, definitely not a good show, but I definitely, as a little gay boy, used to watch that show as often as possible. Where is she now? Bye. Do you know where she is now, Meatball? I don't even... Again, I've never seen Small Wonder. I don't know what that is. I'm looking it up right now. Small Wonder American sitcom. Jesus. I wasn't even alive yet. Tiffany Bissett. She played Small Wonder. Good for her. She was born in 1974. What happened to her? Well, she's 48 years old, and she lives in Paradise, California, according to Wikipedia. She quit acting in 1991. That was like a wild show because like the dad built a little girl robot like to be your. Yikes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Disgusting. To be the maid. Like why not build like like a very powerful. I mean, I know why, because a human is playing the robot. Like that's the whole point. <laughs> But but it's kind of like child labor laws. Oh, it's like the Jetsons robot maid. Rosie. Yeah, but she's at least a grown ass. Yeah, maid. why wouldn't you just make a grown ass maid? Why would you With want your maid attitude. to be so tiny that she'd need more ladders and stools? No, she had extenders in her legs. She would just grow to be. Did dull. she really? Yeah, there she was like dust up there. You got it. Arm stretch. Did you see the thing on the internet where all of these like fashion rich guys got into a tube? Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about no. That. Okay, about well, that. no, no, no. Talk about the fashion influencers. It just sounds like a fucking nightmare. I w- I just like absolute worst fear unlocked no. ever. What? Okay, but what's worse in your mind? Being the just- duty, the caca, the not being able to extend your legs. The no oxygen, the instant death, or the claustrophobia. Well, <laughs> sorry, I mean it's all the top of my. I know, but there's like kind of two <laughs> options, which is like the instant death or all of those things. You know what I mean? You can't. They're not. It's two separate sides. Well, no, because first is all of those things, and then once the oh, because they're saying the it happened. It happened, happened so quickly, super quick. Yeah, it's not like they were down there for super long. I thought that they were, like, down there for four days, and I was like, that's going to be awful just to, like, sit there. In the dark, too. In the that's dark the other and thing. just die. You're, like, playing Wordle or whatever. Anyway, um, you know what? I got all of my updates from Stone Stoner Stoning. Thank you for keeping me abreast to the situation, Miss Sydney. Sydney. We were going back channel. and forth. She is the news channel. The fashion influencers went to China to go to the Xi'an factory. And uh-huh. everyone on Twitter is saying it's all fake. It's yeah. all staged. Probably. I would believe that. 
I I was curious if you saw any of that. I didn't see any of that, but I was about to say immediately. I was like, it's just like when they let that one reporter into North Korea and it was like a fake city that they built. Yeah. And everyone, I think there was a part where the reporter was like, it was odd when I decided to stand up and walk myself into a room. And there was just like a, a room full of people sitting there doing nothing. Just like not speaking, just everyone at a table just staring. And they were like, so that happened. Jeez. Anyway. I asked my dad if he would have gotten in that submarine, and he said probably. Next call. (laughs) I just doesn't shock me. Doesn't shock me either. He's a white man with a ponytail. He's a white man with he had power. I was like, you're kind of the reason this shit happened. What was the reason? (laughs) Your dad. My dad. Uh, Keep up the great job. Amazing podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That does feel good to hear. It feels good to hear, babes. Oh, wait. Because we talked about Small Wonder, I think this is an appropriate one. Hey, Big Dipper and Meatball. So, about a year and a half ago, I had this guy over. He said he was 55. Shout out, Big Dipper. <laughs> he came over. We um, just gave each other head. We both came and he left. But he started texting me afterwards, kind of getting more intimate, like telling me that his entire family disowned him and he has six kids that don't talk to him because he came out of jail and then, yeah, yeah, but it sounded like, it sounded a little over the top. Like, it kind of sounded like he was bullshitting. So, I looked up his phone number, and then I got his full name, and I Googled his full name, and, like, a decade prior, he had been arrested for masturbating in a middle school boy's locker room in front of middle school age uh. kids. So, I fucked a pedophile. Goodbye. Oh God! I that's too much. That's too much. I think that's really fucked up. Yeah. Sorry. I hope. Remember the guy who called in who had fucked that murderer? Oh God! Uh, What are we doing here? (laughs) Winning a Peabody, honey. Give me that Peabody. (laughs) That up and down Peabody. Oh, my shape tonight? I'm serving it's Peabody. Peabody. <laughs> You're like, it's because it has a beautiful, uh, long casing and a whole bunch of lumpy balls. <laughs> it's a snap, Peabody. Um, if, I guess, that was, you know, it can be disturbing to tell these stories, but if you are listening and you have fucked someone who then later turned out to be crazy. Please call in. Please give us the story, honey. If you've had to... Because um, pretty much everyone in the world who has been, like, done something wild, murdered people, um, if you, gotten hey, arrested... Hey, if you've murdered someone... They've probably call had in. sex with <laughs> well, You can be 100% like, anonymous. I I'm just trying to meet you because I'm ready to die. <laughs> No, don't feel, let's not put that energy out, but I'm always ready. You say it's all the time. All right. I have In two. New York. 
Do you think Did you, you can... know how much a fucking car costs? Next car. Are you car shopping? Mm-hmm. I bet your car smells like mold. Mm. <laughs> I will tell you, I will tell you, I did just change the filter today. I had to get on my fucking hands and knees, get under there, like take out the glove compartment, unscrew it, pull the filter out. And I was like, how come no one's ever done this? I take it in all the time. This is so easy. Why? Well, it's not easy, but it would be easy for them if it's up on a jack. I had both my filters replaced on Thursday. It has been eight years since those ones have been replaced. I bet car. it's my, my new car. I'm like, oh, the air conditioning is like flying through the vents now. Like, I'm like, oh, this is what it is when it's not blocked by like insane amounts of dust and debris. Yeah, I had no idea. So I just changed it. So Shout I'm out gonna... to our lungs. You know what I mean? They really filter out a lot of BS. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to hit this vape. Peabody. Give me that Peabody. Okay, just I'm getting really sick of calling in to defend this podcast. If you are a listener and you don't like Food Break or you don't like Fuck Talk, then find a new podcast to listen to. Well, there now hold no on a second. No, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we still want to keep our numbers up. So uh, I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. <laughs> Homos hosting that don't have sex as the primary topic. If you don't want to hear about sex, then why would you listen to a podcast named Sloppy Seconds? Sloppy Seconds is when you fuck someone after they have already been fucked. Like, they've made it clear this podcast is going to be sexual from the jump. It's just so dumb to me that people would write in or call in to ask you to change your programming. You're dumb. Like, do you also go into Burger King and get mad that they're selling burgers and demand they change and sell Chinese food? No, that would be idiotic. I wish every single episode was as graphic as the 75 Lowe's interview. <laughs> I want a fisting ASMR experience. Okay? I want it grosser, wetter, wilder. Make it a real wild one. Goodbye. <laughs> she said make it a real, a real wild, wild one. one. Okay, bitch. Are you going to do anything fun this weekend? Well, I didn't know that I wasn't leaving until, like, now. So, well, when I so. saw you last week, you were like, I'm going to the musical theater night. I'm doing this. I'm Musical theater this. night is next week. It's Tuesday night at Precinct. Tuesday Tuesticles. So Tuesday Tuesticles. What was that? What's, what you, what's, what, what music mean? have you been listening to a lot lately? What's been on your playlist? <clears throat> I actually have like revisited Renaissance. I'm back at her too. I think it's because yeah. it's summer again. Yeah, it's summer. All the clips. That's all I want to see. This is what I want to see. You know, Ow. wild one, wild one, wild one. Make it a real wild one. You know what I mean? Why do old songs have such a long intro? Get to the I'm a real wild child. Well, we made it to the end of the episode. Anything to add before we close up shop here? Um... Just have a wonderful week. Do your best out there, kids. 
And you know and what? Good night. Great morning. <laughs> Hit the slay button. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You could call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Or email us at sloppyseconds.pod at gmail.com. Goodbye. Hit oh, the slay button, plus. faggot. Join Mom Plus and you can get more stuff. The Tuesday episodes come out on a Monday for you. Oh, yeah, honey. No ads either. And you get extra minutes with our guests. Our guests. We have a lot of fun guests coming up, so we're excited. It's so horny in that room now. And come see me Bear Week. If you're going to Bear Week, if you're going to be in P-Town, make it your beeswax to come see me in July. Yes. If you're going to be in San Francisco on July 14th, for reparations, I will be hosting with snacks while Nikki Jizz is on vacation. And then Must if you are in nice, San Francisco Nikki. on August 4th, we are having Fat Slut at Oasis. Down, da, 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 down. And then if you are in San Diego on July 16th, I will be doing Sucio Sundays. It's going to be a wonderful time. We got DJs and me there. By the, and a pool and alcohol. And you could talk to me while I sweat near you. You've seen me by a pool. Goodbye. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper... And Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.